1: everybody on the alert here goes
2: this is a my talk dirt alert
3: hello there and good afternoon it's the uh what's already hump day because we had a holiday on monday so that's a nice thing laurie and julia show my talk 107-1 One, everything entertainment holly roberts in for laurie today yes
4: well, hello, everyone. We're hey, back. Everyone. Hi, everybody. We're back. Did, any, did anyone stay up to like 1... Uh, no. One o seven last night to watch the U.S. Open? No. Uh, I, maybe somebody in this room possibly mm, did to watch the movie. Okay, so, so here's the deal. Yeah. This could be a spoiler alert, but it's been all over everything all day. Okay. So it's not a spoiler it alert. It really isn't. No, it's fine. Um, Tell us. So it was day eight of the U.S. Open yesterday, and my fallen hero... Roger Federer fell on day seven and just looked pathetic. The heat has been an issue for some of the older men on the tour and the younger men, um, the gal, the young. um,
3: Sloane Stevens. Yes, he had a
4: problem in the heat yesterday. Mm. They're having some heat issues. Is it still pretty swampy? It's really swampy. Mm. And the bowl that they play in Arthur Ashe Stadium, there's like no wind. They have air conditioning there um, that they should just turn on anyways. I was just trying to think of like... Retract the roof because at the Australian Open yeah. sometimes they retract the roof. Oh, the roof. Roof, you know, it's
2: not
3: retracted.
4: I uh, no, I mean close it. it. close it. Turn on the go
3: air. The but when direction. you're out on
2: the court and you're actually playing the game, it's
4: really, really hot. It's really, really hot. Oh, so no. it was a tough start yesterday for Nadal. Um, love him, love, love, love him. He's like number one. Him. He's the number one player. Roger Federer was yeah. number two. So he was playing against this dude, Dominic Team. And who is number nine, who won the first set 6-0. I've never seen that happen. 6-0. 6, zero. Six, Six Really? And so I'm like, wow. Are all of my heroes gonna fall at this US Open? I mean, it really was hard to watch these people play so badly. They need some electrolytes in their life, surely. I, I don't. Oh. They were all over him. But here's who was watching him last night: Ben Stiller. Um, I don't know. I think Selena played before. Selena's on a roll. She's so good. Yeah, She's yeah, going to win. I just mm-hmm. know it. She got really emotional because she was, she hit a couple silly hits early on. And I think it's just nerves. Yeah. Um, But she just had to gather her thoughts. And it was weird to see her be, uh, the tennis players are really good at hiding emotions. But she's
2: vulnerable out there. Right.
4: And what they go through. So the the match last night between Nadal and this team It went on for four hours and 45 minutes. I don't know any individual in a sport. (laughs) Tennis is so grueling on their body. I mean, that could play. Mm -hmm. I look at my watch and if it's 40, you know, sometimes I look, it's only been 10 minutes and I'm dying from running back and forth. Mm -hmm. But the, you know, the points between these two athletes was just unbelievable. It was really a great match. It was four hours and 49 minutes and they finished New York time at, 2 6 a.m are you kidding me no well, oh my no i'm telling you in the yeah. and you can watch at the beginning there's people in the stands and then you watch it as people empty out i mean it was four hours it was almost five hour match that is exhausting And so i had to tape you know it was on espn so i tape you know extra hour and a half but then i tape every other show that goes on late until the night because these matches go forever I mean, I that is, I uh, had no idea that oh. these matches would oh, go on that late. It was five sets. <sighs> it was unbelievable. And I really thought at the end of it, it could go either way. Really? Oh yeah. It could, so what did it come down to then? It, come, it came down to, I mean, uh, it, Nadal won seven, six. So just by and a, a tiebreaker. It, mm-hmm. it was a tie just breaker. like, who okay. could last the longest? It was probably an it endurance
2: was, test at the end. It
4: wasn't even that. It was just because they both still were in it. Yeah. I could have gone either way that's why I was saying it just could have gone either way it was scary wow. but here's if I was gonna you know go on watch tennis you know Oprah was there Gayle King was there Nick Jonas Priyanka Chopra and you guys talk a lot and um, I think I'm calling Bradley that the relationship is fake oh yeah I'm, I'm Jonas hop- is not real I'm hoping <laughs> it's real um, I love your optimism I, about that. I really am because she looked so darling yesterday. I hope it's real. Gigi and Bella Hadid were there. Spike Lee was there. Michael Keaton, looking gorgeous. Ben Stiller, Lara Spencer, Jill Zarin from the Real Housewives. Um, Rebel Wilson was there, and John McEnroe does like the color commentary, and he's just kind of just picks on the guy, this Dominic team guy, and just is like, well, you know, he. That was a bad choice. And he's just like the negative naysayer. Very critical mm. of this guy. I, but it's funny. But I love listening to his commentary because he really is real. But anyway, yeah, if you can imagine a sporting event and you just rely on yourself to go that yeah, long. Yeah. So with that, okay. what, what was the headline today All right. in the Daily Mail? Oh, goodness. Want to live longer? Take up tennis. Oh. Scientists yeah. say the social sport could add 10 years to your life. On average, tennis adds 9.7 years. And badminton, 6.2. But if you're cycling or running or swimming... Because those are so individual, you're not playing against anyone. Those are only maximum like cycling at 3.7 years. So all that shuttlecocking is going to make you live a little I, longer, huh? Sorry,
3: I didn't hear pickleball. Uh, pickle pickleball it should is be. a
4: pain. It Explain to me. That list. It's a pain. What the heck is pickleball? What? Tell me. It's extra lines on the tennis court that confuse you if you're playing no, tennis. No, that is
3: not true, Donnie, Julia. I was just
4: playing over <laughs> well, you at You have
3: to I, play on a pickleball court.
4: No, they use tennis well, courts. I know they
3: do, but it's relined.
4: But what does pickleball tell me? Okay, I am ignorant it's, about it's, this. It's, it's People like, are
3: in love with pickleball. Like I love pickleball. It's 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 like mini tennis. It's played with a you play over a net, but you play with a solid plastic ball and a solid paddle, like paddleball. It's like ball.
4: paddle ball, like you play on the beach. So it's like giant so it's a, ping pong, basically that's a great yes, but, but you're on the table you stand on the table yes. you stand can <laughs> you play
3: it love pickleball should be on that list because you're running
4: around playing other people well you're right Donnie. you know now do you go to a specific pickleball court or do you- no
3: it's a it's a tennis court that's been actually yeah. th- it, what it was was a tennis court that has now been repurposed to two pickleball courts. So it's no longer available for tennis. It's strictly for pickleball. Oh, see,
4: if they do this to my court, which is being rehabbed right now, it's just a pile of mud. I'll kill
3: them. <laughs> because more people are starting to play pickleball.
4: No, I know they sure. are, but it's a. But if you're a tennis player, okay. those lines. I mean, honestly, get
2: off of my court
4: for <laughs> those those lines. the lines of pickleball. And it takes so long. I was when we were in Chicago over the summer. We were watching people put up pickleball nets and stuff because they were teaching kids. Yeah. How to play it? It took them forever. Oh, to up the the cord. And do everything for Um, that damn pickleball. But I know, Donnie, people love it. Yes. And there's a lot of pickleball courts. And more and more coming up. I know. All right. Well, yay, Julia. Well, it's just not as physical. Uh, Right, Donnie? It's not nearly as physical. The way I play it is. (laughs) (laughs) Throw it down, Donnie. (laughs) There you go. But um, anyway, tonight's going to be a good match between um, Djokovic and um, the guy that beat Federer. Milner.
2: Yes. The Australian. Smiley.
4: Mm-hmm. Smiley with the dimples. Are you rooting for him? Yeah. Okay. All Just because right. he's the underdog. <laughs> Anywho, we have a really fun show for you today. Um, we have um, Dominic Teams uh, Doppelganger coming in at 3 30 to, um, you know, sit and chat with us. He's a KSTP guy that we're going to get to know. And um, so much is going on. And we're going to get to know a couple people that are making a lot of money today, too. Oh, well, that's nice. And it isn't an us three. Nah! Ah, well, you're, you already know us. <laughs> you already know us. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, John Krasinski, who is darling, darling, darling. We'll be right back. Hey, gang. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. Um, and we are going to get at our story. We can't get enough of today, but happy sunshine. I see it. Where? I feel what? What? I feel no, like it's, it's, I it's, feel it's like sun. it hasn't been around for a while. Yeah, some out there. Holy Toledos. My friend texted me last night. This is just flat out depressing weather. It's been
2: really rainy, <laughs> rainy and, rainy and, and gloomy. Yuck know we needed the
3: rain, though. Huh? We we did need the rain. It'd been not very, like it had been dry for a long
4: time. I know. I know. We just like the sunshine. We really do. Okay, so um, John Krasinski was on um, with Stephen Colbert, who has grown a beard. He came back from his August break with a beard. And what happens with many men, when they try to grow beards, it comes in a different color than the hair on the top of their head. Yeah. A little patchy. little gray. gray. little gray. Completely gray.
3: Yeah, it looks dumb.
4: Okay. Yeah, he kind of, he compared himself to Wolf Blitzer. Oh, Ooh, I he don't has, know if you want to compare no, yourself to Wolf Blitzer in the department. I think Wolf department. Blitzer's hair hides the fact that his chin is not as pronounced. Oh, exactly. Stephen Colbert does not need one, but no. maybe just didn't want to shave. So anyway, um, John Krasinski sat down with him and here's just, he was really, he's just a sweet guy, but here's a little bit about what he was originally going to be.
1: You were going to be a teacher, I understand. That's right. That's okay. right. I, I was... Uh, I was in college. I was going to be a teacher all the way up till the end, and then, out of sheer laziness, uh, I went to Brown University. That had, yeah. took mid year. Yeah. He's like noun. What? Ta- what? And I was like, no, Brown. Um, the uh, at the end. So I, I came in mid year. I had to go to school in January. They accepted me mid year, and so. Why did they accept you mid year? They had a program for the 32 kids that didn't get in. They had a. a they let you in. Oh, so they you, did. Were there were you were 32 Yeah, wait-listed. you're waitlisted. And then they said, hang tough with, like, one of those kitten posters. And then we got in. A couple wow. of us did. Yeah. So I, out of sheer laziness, after my friends graduated in May, I thought, well, I'm going to be an English teacher, so let's just find a place that transfers credits back. And there was a theater school, and I went to that theater school, and it completely changed my life. The National Theater Institute at the Eugene O'Neill Center changed my life.
4: Interesting. Oh, but that... There you go. Yeah. Oh, but... Okay, but do you have the cut where he goes to New York City? It yes. sees a play? Okay. Yes, because all right, that,
3: here we go. Well, that's the part with his parents. Where, that's where he talks about that. Okay. I think we got there. Here yeah, we go. Yeah.
4: Okay. You know, your dad, uh,
1: dad's a doctor. Yep. Mom's a nurse. Mm-hmm. Very respectable jobs. Yes. Were they at all worried about you doing something quite so vagabond as being an actor? Um, I'm sure they were. I'm sure they were Did very... Did they express their worry? Did they say, please don't throw your life no, away? No, I'm, I'm from one of those amazing families where I was leaving that theater school that I told you. Truly, my mom came to pick me up from that theatre school after 16 weeks or something. And as soon as the car left the driveway of the school, I said, I'm moving to New York and I'm going to be an actor. And my mom paused for probably half a second and she said, great, go do it. The only thing I ask you is, in two and a half or three years, if you don't have any sense that this is going to happen, we used to fish as kids, so she was like, if you don't get a nibble or a bite in two and a half or three years, you have to make me one promise. And I said, what? And she said, you got to pull yourself out because as your mother, you can't ask me to uh, tell you to give up on your dreams. I said, that's so profound, and yes, fair.
3: Cut to two and a half
1: years later, I was like, um, so I'm out. This is terrible. It's so scary. (laughs) This is the worst. Waiting tables, not as fun as they say. And she said, you know, it's September. Just wait it out. Just wait till the end of the year. Don't give up just yet. I was ready to, I was telling her to come get me. Hmm. uh, In New York? Yeah. And three weeks later, I got the office. Wow. Can you imagine? Wow. Can you imagine? That worked out. So, yeah. You know, I give her a lot of love and 10%. So, you know, she deserves it. I mean,
4: seriously. And um, he was talking a little bit more about The Office. um, And he said, if I'm honest, I remember the pilot of The Office was word for word, the British show at the time. Yeah, It made no sense to any of us because I think there were actually British jokes in there that didn't apply to any Americans at all. Mm -hmm. And that's, of course, not to disparage, you know the original office, of course, which was a big hit. Um, but he just went on to say that he just had the best time of his life. I don't know if we're going to have an office reunion. Um, he said it was amazing as a family and as a group and as a circus, and I'll never forget it. But it wasn't until the second open episode, Diversity Day, that he knew was part. he was part of something special. Does anyone remember that episode Diversity Day? Yeah. Oh God, I I, I kind of do remember it. And and Um,
2: he's right because the British office is such a distinct entity in itself.
4: And the American office, they needed a little bit of time to get their chemistry going. I loved that show. Oh, yeah. And they were so clever with that camera, you know, and the Mm -hmm. camera confessions. Mm -hmm. Yes. That was such a good show. That was so fun. All right. So here he's talking about the movie, which I know is out in video, um, that I saw, I think Donnie saw, I don't know oh, if he yeah, saw it, quiet place. I have not seen okay, it. Okay. So oh. here he is talking a little bit about it cause he directed it and co-wrote it.
3: Let's get back to the quiet place here for a second. Okay. Okay. Because,
4: uh,
3: as a, as you were saying before, you and your lovely wife, family blunt uh, are in this movie together you star in it she stars in it um it's great how did you I know this is like a basic question, but how did you come up with the idea of of the of the quiet of because it's a wonderful choice that Thank you. That, that that um it's all that stillness
1: just leads to more of the of the thrill. It was one of those things where I actually had just gotten the role of Jack Ryan and the producers on Jack Ryan had this script that they were producing on the side and they said would you ever act in this uh... movie and so they gave me this spec script and the idea was so great and I said the idea is really good but I have some ideas of how I want to change the script will you let me rewrite it if I star in it and they said uh... what? and I went down to my wife and I said I have this idea because we had just had our second daughter, and she was three weeks old. Literally, as I'm reading the script, I'm holding a three-week-old. And it's a movie about parenting. And I just said, I think this could be the greatest metaphor for parenting. I know how to do it if I can just make it all about the family. And she said, but I will get, I'll tell you this. Emily turned to me, and she said, uh, no, you're not going to rewrite and act in it. You have to direct it. And I said, no, I'm not ready to do that. And she said, yes, you are. She said, I'm looking at your face right now, and you're ready. And So she she's the reason why I directed the movie. Isn't
4: that something? Nice. I love it. I mean, because it really is... You have to be quiet. I mean, it, yeah. that that movie is so intense. Well, the premise of the movie, isn't it, that they can't make a noise, right. otherwise no. something's going to come and get Absolutely. them. Absolutely, yes. it's scarier than scary. It's a great <laughs> yes. movie. He, why he's out and about doing all the publicity right now is he's starring as Jack Ryan in the Amazon series Jack Ryan. And that was filmed in Morocco, France, and Canada. And he flew home every weekend to his wife and to his kids. His daughter, Hazel, is four. And their daughter, Violet, is two. Cute names. Oh, yeah. And then she was working because she's in the new Mary Poppins. So they were filming in London. Oh, so he just flew back to England to be with family, not across the United States. I was like, dang. That's a long time. And it did come up about the reunion. And he kind of said that he's up for a holiday reunion. For The Office. For The Office, because the UK version did a Christmas special. I guess Mm -hmm. I remember And so, um, to me, that was the coolest thing to pick up and see where they've been. i do whatever. I mean, that's my family. Those people were basically the beginning of not only his career, but his whole life. Yeah. And he loves everyone there. And so, I just think that would be a really... That'd be fun. It needs to have. But Steve, Steve Carell, Carell has Carell. to do it. He has to do it. He's such a crabby man. Oh. Who knows if he can come around? Yeah, Steve Carell got, is a crabby man. Yeah,
3: and he's got two movies coming out. I know, out of Steve Carell.
4: But still, John Krasinski isn't. You know, yeah. he's a busy man too. No. He's, a busy and he's man. totally doing the but office reunion. That would reunion. be fun. All right. So when we come back, we're gonna get to know a colleague. We'll be back.
2: is the My Talk Now Trending Report.
4: Interesting
3: day on the World Wide Web.
2: Web. right, trending online this afternoon, Captain Marvel Entertainment Weekly released their internet-breaking cover featuring the first official look at Brie Larson as Captain Marvel. The movie's out in theaters in March. Also trending today would be Chris Martin and Dakota Johnson because the couple, well, they got matching infinity symbol tattoos for each other. I mean, their love is real today. Also trending online, Ashley Simpson. She's confirmed that her song boyfriend from back in the day was indeed about Lindsay lohan Ooh, all the tween drama old tween drama resurfacing and also today it's national cheese pizza day oh by the way if you see vanilla ice trending he was on an emirates flight where over 100 people got sick the flight from dubai to new york city the flight was quarantined, and vanilla ice was live tweet- tweeting about the incident that's what's turning here on my talk
3: all right, here's your forecast. Uh, clear skies, 51. 51 for the low tonight, but a lovely Thursday on the way. There'll be lots of sun tomorrow with a high of 72 right now. Little peaks of sun, and it is 71 at My Talk.
2: Now you know what we know. See more at MyTalk1071.com. See you, Bonnie.
4: Goodbye. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, streaming live. And of course, you can download our podcast daily whenever and take us wherever you want, whenever you want. And I'm delighted. Um, I met a new guy on the shuttle. You, oh, that sounds the, very suggestive, I Julia. It. That is very. I, I met a new <laughs> friend on the, sh, the a fella, sh, a fella on the shuttle going over to the state fair one of the days, and he's in the back row, and he's going to be singing a competition, a singing competition on Twin Cities Live, and, and non makeup, and putting on his Mac powder, and he says, "I bet I have the most makeup on on the bus," and I'm like, "I bet you do too." But he knows his way around the Mac Mm. Potter. We have Matt Belanger.
0: Belanger. Belanger
4: with us. And Matt, you are an anchor on Channel 5 KSTP. I anchor the
0: weekend news morning and nights with Uh my lovely co-anchor Brandy Powell. Maybe you've watched us on 5A Witness News. But uh, we just hit it off at the fair. Wasn't this great?
4: But you're an Emmy winner. Let's just talk about it. You (sighs) Google
0: me. Give me that shit. Let's talk
4: about... You met. Oh, yeah. And all of your accomplishments. No, we did. I saw him. I couldn't stop laughing about you (laughs) saying. I
0: was having a day. Like, it was a day. It's a lot of work. You know the fair's a lot of work. Long hours. A lot of handshaking. A lot of makeup. A lot of makeup. A lot of, lot of fried food. A lot
4: mm-hmm. of fried food. So you, mm-hmm. though, have only been in the Twin Cities for a couple years, right? Yeah,
0: almost three years now. Okay,
4: so you come from the East Coast, and then you were in George- you were in South Dakota first, then Georgia, then Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Somehow- All over the
0: place, yeah. Somehow I came here from Atlanta. Here. Right. Okay,
4: so you have never been, really, to a state fair before, right? I mean,
0: two years ago was my first, but I'm still learning. You know, I still... <laughs> I still see people who amaze me on a daily basis out there.
4: <laughs> Lori I've never
0: I, seen a double-fisting turkey leg until this year, though. So that someone was someone walking with two turkey <laughs> legs, two, not just one.
2: Two. Two. But I mean, now, when they were holding the turkey legs, Matt, were they taking a bite from one, yeah, a bite from it, the it other? It was in Bites every other one? situation. It was Sirius.
0: left hand, right hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was everywhere. Mm-hmm.
4: It would be just funny to have a blog about <laughs> all of the crazy things that people do out at the fair. Now, do it's they incredible. ask you to milk the cows or to do it as an anchor, as a TV professional personality? Are I you asked to? I um...
0: have never, ever milked a cow. And I escaped <laughs> that this year, but I did run, you know, fun and games. At the KSTP building, uh, I did host karaoke, mm. and I did sing a little song.
4: What's your go-to karaoke I'm, song, Matt?
0: I'm a kind of old-school little bit, so I love my Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. "New York, New York." Nice and showy. You oh, know. nice, it was good,
2: right? You Jazz know, hands kicking uh, the leg. Yeah,
4: Were you a theater right.
0: boy growing up? Oh, of course, yeah. Yeah. Of course.
4: What was your What was your lead role in high school? I was
0: Seymour in Little Shop of Horrors, oh, love- the <laughs> oh. dork. <laughs> Audrey.
4: But that's the lead role. Right, it role. is. Well, oh, awesome. yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah, that is, I believe yeah. Yeah.
0: Audrey and Seymour.
4: Mm-hmm. Audrey mm-hmm. and Seymour. So you have, I just, I'm just laughing. <laughs> she can't keep herself no. together. No, it she not It
0: was love at first sight he on did. the shuttle.
4: Now, can I tell you?
2: What? That I was on the shuttle with you, too. Okay, so we were riding home from the state fair after hours. Oh, Oh, can you really tell that story? Well, one of the things that I can tell is that, Matt, you're quite the singer, and you can get people to sing along. Listen, listen,
0: uh, Sunday was my last night out of the fair. Mm -hmm. And as part of how you get the crowd going out there, especially for when we're gearing up for karaoke, Mm -hmm. is you sing Sweet Caroline. (laughs)
4: <laughs> and you and you can do it well.
0: Well, we got the shuttle going, didn't mm-hmm. we? You we and did. I, lady. Mm-hmm.
4: But you can sing.
0: Yeah, well. Now you he, thought you could.
4: I, no, I know I can't. Yeah. But he brought me a rose, Donnie. Cause he As let- a
3: peace offering?
4: No. <laughs> just because he wants to be the new yeah. bachelor on our show. I, I really show. liked how
3: he just said, you thought you could sing. That was
0: appreciated. Oh, she, was, she was owning it. I you, mean, you, nobody you else know. thought you so. You know, no,
4: no one else thought I so. I brought
0: you a rose because someone close to me told me that you are not the biggest fan of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette, and I said, I'm going to just go headstrong into this and offer you and ask you, Julia, will you accept my rose? I will. Okay,
4: I, I feel do. like I'm watching something I inappropriate I know. If, if only, we were, you if if only <laughs> we were on
0: the beach <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and there was endless alcohol or something. Yeah. Yeah. And you
4: had the seven carat diamond ring to put on my finger. Oh
0: yeah, no, thanks. Okay. But I did bring you coffee, so I oh, know that, no, counts that for was something. really
4: nice. Okay, so you, you know, did you want to be on TV? Did you want to be you know, was that kind of the goal? Because here you go from a theater kid who can act and dance and you do know, all these groovy things. How does
0: that happen? I had an, I'm not getting to get too serious, but I had like an inspirational journalism teacher, you mm-hmm. know, in high school. And it, honestly, the TV thing was something that I never thought I could accomplish. I mean, I was the, you know, watched Katie Couric and Matt right. Lauer growing up and why am I, how things have changed over the years with all of those stories. But um, I, I, I looked at those folks and I said, oh, I don't know that I can do that. And I just decided to tackle it. Yeah. Right? And, and here we go, like 12 years later, mm-hmm. I'm doing it. So and, it's it's kind of fun.
4: And do people recognize you on the Twin Cities? Because if you don't know what he looks like. You mean like,
0: like other than you? Because you, we work in the same building and you have I no didn't. idea who I was. I'm like,
4: what is your name? <laughs> I didn't. Ow. I know. I've seen you on TV before.
0: You're such a sweetheart. I
4: have seen you on TV, honey. I really have. Uh-huh. Okay, so, but what do you think? Do you watch The Bachelor? What do you think of them casting a virginal dude who's 27 uh, yeah. years old Colton. who doesn't know his sexuality? Listen, these
0: producer types—no offense, Donnie, they just like uh, <laughs> <What>? they just <laughs> but, um, under the bus. Uh-huh. They just—they like to create drama, and so they're putting these these people in who they know are going to stir the pot, and then you've got the diva model guy. The, which, what's ones it, which one's, ones yeah. oh, the Deep guy? The oh, one yeah. who's always like talking about sea salt spray for your hair oh, and yeah. everything. And, that
4: was on Becca's. Thing. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. right. But I, I, I think, think he's, he's
0: back on this thing Paradise. That's, yes, Paradise. Yes. So it's just, I don't know. They plant people in there who they know are going to stir the pot.
4: But I feel like this one is just a bad choice. Mm. What if he has undiscovered issues well, or undiscovered things that he doesn't know about himself and they're, mm. they're putting them up there on TV?
0: That's what that's good television, isn't it? Yeah, I guess, I guess it what, the, is. People, the people the people watch for those pri- I surprises, I feel. I
4: I guess you're right about that. Okay, <laughs> mm-hmm. so you mm-hmm. saw Hamilton last night.
0: Oh yes, oh my gosh. Oh. It was the best ever. Wow, wow, wow. I didn't even know what to expect going into it. I listened to the soundtrack. It's a long soundtrack. There's so much music. Um, absolutely it, it, and it was a long show but it just it's nonstop. it the energy is incredible I know it's the touring Hamilton and everyone's like but it is just jaw dropping and the, the set is you know Broadway quality the performers are top notch I can't say enough
4: it was unbelievable yeah. if you listen to mm-hmm. our podcast you could download us because at 3.15 yesterday we talked all about mm-hmm. how long that Hamilton play took you to don't, get don't to watch the stage. me
0: I don't listen to you oh sorry. fine <laughs> that's how we're going to play this is how oh, so, okay. relationship roles that's how
4: we do Okay, so, yeah. <laughs> so Matt, if you were, you know, what always makes you, I'm going to ask you a couple questions. Where are questions. you going? I'm we're gonna, getting to know Matt. I'm going to just play a little game you. here. Yes. Okay, what's, what do you think the best song is to start a party? If you're going to put on a song.
0: Well, like a uh, like a Like a party party. like, like
4: We're party talking party. like a throwdown party. Like you're yeah. making a mixtape for your party yeah. that you're throwing like at your like Let's get it started
1: in here. Let's
3: get, get it I... started. That's good, right? Uh-huh. little I black like eyed
4: peas. I love the black eyed peas. I used to love them. Mm. And not so much Amir. Who the did you have a crush on? Eye. Who did you have a crush okay, on? You, cro- oh.
0: you literally wrote down questions. You're crossing things off a list right now.
4: Honey, I'm prepared. <laughs> I'm a professional. I'm,
0: I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving <laughs> okay, it.
4: Okay, Matt, who did you mm. have a crush on growing up?
0: Oh my gosh, so many.
4: Mm, I mean, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, you ca- you have to. The whole Titanic thing. Come oh, on. Oh, yeah, I know.
4: How do you feel Heart about him rubs. today though?
0: Uh, no, no. No. Kinda kinda didn't age well.
4: He didn't. Yeah. Who's an older actor that you think is hot hot hot?
0: Why are you trying to what I'm sure it's the same one as you. Who are you rooting for here? Brad Pitt. There you go. Yeah, he ate he's aged very well. Don't you think?
2: You know? Yeah, I think I think Leo has aged well.
4: Two? Mm, He's I don't know. so young. He's only 40.
0: You like you just swoon over George though. Clooney?
4: Oh, George Clooney's yeah, the best. Yeah. Have you ever met? Who's the most famous person you've ever met or interviewed besides us?
0: Uh, the vice president, Joe Biden. I've interviewed the vice president. You did? Okay, well, that's when did you do top. that? That was a couple years ago. Here in, in the, in the Pen- No, cities? it was in Pennsylvania.
4: How was that? It was, you know, it's, you the, it's the White
0: House. So like they have rules for everything and you mm-hmm. get your three minutes and there's a stopwatch and bada what? bing, bada boom. But what, what it questions was nice. did you ask him? Well, we were we were talking about the economy at that time. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were in the throes of 2008 and all the headaches and everything. And so mm-hmm. I had some nice questions that brought it home to our viewers at the station I worked at in Pennsylvania at that mm-hmm. time. Uh, and uh, it was nice to get face to face with a leader like that and really That's be able to, to, to ask them directly. Right. Know? Thinking well, about my family and my friends and how they're impacted by things. Yeah.
4: Right. What about
2: a celebrity? Mm. In the world of Hollywood, they, entertainment. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I'm not really an entertainment reporter, so I, I, I haven't really had a good opportunity. You, right? Oh, no, dear. Miss Julia Miss Julia mm-hmm. well, on the right. shuttle.
4: So I want to ask you to weigh in on some celebrity <laughs> things, though.
0: Oh, okay. okay. This is, um, Welcome you to the this? world of my talk. I will acknowledge tongue. that this is not my strong point, yeah. so this okay. might be a little fun. All
4: right. all right. I want to ask you about um, what do you think about Jerry O'Connor? You know, Jerry O'Connor, he's mm-hmm. on. He's doing a Bravo show, kind of the bro show, and it's going to be called Bravo's Play by Play, and okay. he, he's doing it with Andy Cohen and them. What do you think about them having a man show?
0: Mm. Well, I, I feel like it could, oh, see, this could, this could go down a dark road. Like, I don't want it to be too man cave, right? Okay, right. I think you're going to turn a lot of people off if it's a little too grunty and yeah man i don't know maybe sure. that's just me just but. too
4: man K.V. yeah well, i don't know i mean what do, do you, think? you watch andy cohen do you like andy cohen uh on occasion okay you what? dabble in andy cohen okay. a little I mean, bit just a
0: little sprinkle on top yeah. oh
4: yeah what mm-hmm. about all right what about angelina jolie here's yes. the headline she has totally moved on from her marriage to brad pitt and although they still share children together she wants as little to do with him as possible brangelina what do you think
0: I don't know. I think it's, this has been such a long saga. Honestly, I've lost track. Like, I have, I feel like you need a whiteboard and, like, lines yeah, you and, need conspiracy and a timeline. I, I just, I, I don't know. My brain has moved past this. I mean, good for her to be able to just kind of Wash your hands at situations,
4: right? But she even said she wished she never met him. Ooh, I, that's, and that I, hurts. I, yeah. I want to say because they share children together, but I personally want to say I wish you never met him too. She caused yeah. a lot of strife in my life when he broke up with, you know, Jennifer Aniston. Oh my god! Oh, bringing <laughs> that one back from the dead. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> no, she is the the. Um, a judge said they have gone so off filter in this divorce that she just wished she used to use them as a model. For how to get divorced, a judge said yesterday.
0: Really?
2: Yeah. And then this summer happened. And then this summer happened. And then 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 we're a branch.
4: Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to ask you um, how to ask interview questions when we come back. Okay,
0: good. I know. Something I know something about, thankfully, here. Matt? (laughs) Thank you. Hello. What's your lesson? Belanger. Belanger. From Five Eyewitness News Mm -hmm. on the weekends.
4: And you can watch them on the weekends. Mm -hmm. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia. Freak you. Welcome back, everybody. There's our Lizzo boys, our favorite song. Yes, Thank you, Donnie. Song of the summer. All right. We are chatting up a KSTP anchor on Channel 5 on the weekends, Matt Belanger. There you go. You yeah, got it. You got I it. did. She's practicing did. the last Now, name. here's the thing. Okay, so. You're
0: going to be a viewer now.
4: Oh, you know I am. I just your
0: little glass of Chardonnay.
4: That's right. I'll saddle up and listen and watch you. Um, it's so different what you do from what we do, right? Um, but I'm curious what what is a day, you know, in your life because you do a lot of investigative reporting for Channel Five, yeah. And so how how does it all start?
0: It's like history but like at warp speed. That's how I like to think okay. about it. So you never really know what the day's going to bring. And that's one of the things I really, really like about the job. Uh, y- you get in and there's. So always... you do
4: reporting all week long too. Yeah.
0: So okay. a couple days a week mm-hmm. I'm reporting. And then over the weekends, chances are if you turn on the TV, you're going to see myself or Randy Powell. Okay. And, um, When we're reporting, I think it's the the more interesting of the days, and that's really when we get out of the building and we get in the community and we're kind of figuring out the pulse of what's going on. And, And there are always things that are happening that day that are just, we call them must covers. Mm -hmm. The the house fire that that happened or the shooting, sadly, that happened. And we have to cover all that news. Mm -hmm. It's important for our community. But then there's another layer to what we do. um, And that is uh, something that our investigative team works really hard at. And I have the privilege of sometimes being part of that group. And sometimes we work on projects for uh, months and months in order to put something on the air. Then that that is just, uh, you know, five, six minutes long. But Mm -hmm. I mean that's six months of work. That goes Is on television, really? yeah, and and but uh, in a typical day when you're going out and just talking about the day's news, uh-huh. you get in and you have an editorial meeting you talk about what's happening. Uh, reporters get their assignments and then they head out the door and they start to to find people and the sleuthing begins.
4: Yes, I mean, and that's kind of the interesting thing because I feel like we're sleuths on the internet all day too, or watching shows or watching movies or you know, trying to find out information to fill our show, mm-hmm. which is three hours. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you guys do the thing. I mean, do you have all these databases that I can tell you? You well, told me you, you would know what I ate last well, night. Well, and, and <laughs> honestly, I'm not
0: close, close, but um, yeah, we have a, a great team downstairs and, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of public databases that contain right. information, people's names, last addresses, phone numbers and things, and they're registered. And we have ways of, of looking that information up. If we, a lot of times I've got people on the line and they're like, how in the world did you find me? Right. You know, and I'm trying to reach right. them about a story. And they don't realize that a lot of this is public information that we can search. And I'm not the best at it. We have geniuses in our newsroom who who know how to do this at the drop of a hat. But uh, they help me out, and then I usually end up calling the people and mm-hmm. surprising them.
4: That's got to be uh, fascinating. I, be- <laughs> I think be fascinating. So, and then do you write everything out and put it on the teleprompter? That's,
0: yeah, that's what people often don't realize is um, when you're reporting, you you sh- you write every word of that, and you know your story in and out. A good report will know Mm -hmm. his or her story inside and out and will be able to uh, recite that, really without even thinking by the end of the day. But think of this for a minute. You might not know anything about a certain subject when Mm -hmm. you wake up in the morning and then you get assigned some kind of like science angle on something, you know, and you've got to know everything there is or at least... A surface level about X subject. You have to, to talk intelligently like. by the end of the night, and so you, you have one day to get this all together. So right. it's a lot of reading, a yep. lot of relying on sources, experts, people who have information who can share that with you, mm-hmm. and we're the we're the kind of the filter um, that translates that into digestible little.
4: Nuggets, of the news. You know, right. snack
0: bites that people right. can people can understand, get, and then get on with their lives. You know, we that's the service we provide. Really,
4: is there a favorite story in your in your years of reporting and being on the news that you really um, thought, wow, this is so yeah, it's just something fascinating that with you. This so. is so fascinating. You know, there,
0: there two things come to mind. Okay. There's a, there's like a positive, and then there's one that's sadly negative, but really had a big impact. I'll start with the positive one. Okay. So when I was reporting in Georgia. Um, I worked at a very hard news station Mm -hmm. and there was a little boy and this was totally not the brand of the station. This was news, news, news. And there was a little boy who in the uh, didn't have, um, was born without legs. Mm -hmm. He didn't have prosthetics and because of an insurance hiccup, Mm -hmm. his prosthetic legs were made. And, like, the day or the day before, the family was going to get, his name was Jackson, mm-hmm. he was going to pick up these prosthetic legs, and all of a sudden, the hospital was like, sorry, they're not covered anymore, the bill's $70,000. And they didn't have the money. And we caught wind of this, and I had to push, because the management was, you know, the editorial board, sure. and they were all like, Yeah, it's not really a story that fits our, you know, we've More got a lot, we've got crime over here, and we have other things, and that's too soft for our brand. And I said, no, 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 no we gotta do this. And... I was able to. They they let me do it, and it blew up. And in fact, I put like online. I mean, people were just were phoning in. How can we help? And would you believe it? Minutes after I put my first story on the air about this little boy, and he was cute as a button. I mean, he was mm-hmm. just so resilient. I mean, he was born without legs, right. and, you know. And he, he was just a bubble of fun. And um, some guy called who wanted to remain anonymous, and he said, "I want to pay that whole bill." Oh. So I got, to broke, I got to break the news to that's, this family
4: oh, that wow. that bill
0: was paid. And it happened instantly after that story was on the air, basically. And so that's the... I love that story. That yeah. carries me through. That's the kind of effect that I like to have.
4: That's way cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we That's have, way cool. We
0: have other... I, mean, I did a serious investigation here not long ago uh, about a drug that was used by many uh, vets. Mm-hmm. veterans um called mefloquin and a lot of people are like what what are you talking about what's that but if you've taken that it might ring a bell and it actually has caused serious side effects in a lot of veterans um lasting side effects and there's a there's um a lot of a delay right now as far as the VA acknowledging this as the cause um, and so we really, we really were one of the first stations in the nation to bring light to this story here at Five Eyewitness mm-hmm. News. And when we put that on the air, I heard from veterans all across the country contacting us here in Minnesota uh, saying, thank you for doing this work because wow. we know that my, uh, that our symptoms are from that drug, but nobody's, nobody's buying into it. And so that's, that's the big kind of work sure. that I love to do on a daily basis. That's but, way yeah. cool. Yeah.
4: If you're just joining us, we're chatting with Matt.
0: Belanger.
4: Yeah, he's got a last name, too. And you can follow him.
0: <laughs> well, you know, that's important for social media purposes. Absolutely. Wink, wink, wink. I'm looking for a guy named
4: Matt lives in the Twin Hello? Cities. He sings
0: Sweet Caroline on the shuttle He's from got the a beautiful voice. Yeah. Okay,
4: so if you were going <laughs> to sing a karaoke song, you'd, you'd do Frank Sinatra? I'm, a, I'm like a Broadway guy,
0: too. I mean, I love, I love Frank Sinatra and I love Broadway. One of my favorites of all time is This is the Moment from Jekyll and Hyde. And it just kind I've, of builds and builds and builds and builds to a big finish. If you know the show and you know the song, you know what I'm talking about. I'm seeing a blank stare, Julia. You are. Yeah.
4: This is the moment.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. it. Okay, yeah, so you got it. No, so you can go and
4: sing I, along. I,
2: I,
0: I think have I a
4: big finale. I we no. right. And it's a
0: nice long high note at the end. So I'm what? a little showy.
4: I, I love show tunes. Mm. Who's what? Who else do you love? Do you like like Barbara? Like, are you excited about the Star bor- Star is Born with Bradley yeah, I'm Cooper. Tell you now tell and Lady Gaga. Tell her that you like Barbara Streisand mm-hmm. and that you're very excited yeah. about this movie.
0: Yes, absolutely. Whatever you want, darling. Mm-hmm. Just whatever you want.
4: Are, would you go see the Cher show on Broadway? Oh
0: yes, yes, yes. No, absolutely. I'd be into that.
4: I saw it in Chicago. You know what it I'm going to do this year? What? You know,
0: I've signed up. I'm speaking of Broadway, New York City. I'm doing it. It's on my bucket list. I am standing in Times Square at the stroke of midnight for the change of the year. I'm doing it. Trent and I are going. My my fabulous boyfriend Trent and I. We are going, and we are going to be there uh, for that moment because I've I've always watched it on television. You know
4: you have to bring like your own um, bag. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) To take care of yourself, Matt. I wasn't sure what you were just. I was just pointing. I mean, because you can never leave the crowd. That's. It was such a treat meeting you. Tell people how to follow you.
0: Sure, I'm uh, at Matt KSTP on Twitter. uh, Matt Bolanger. Find me on Facebook. Like my fan page, and uh, let me know what you think. Maybe they'll have me back. Well, maybe.
4: You know I love you, honey. I know. Mm -hmm. Enjoy your rose. I will. All right. When we come back, uh, it's time for Popstar Pop Culture Jeopardy. There we go. That's the name of the game. We'll be right back.